When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita. And let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 219 of a Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And do you think that intuitive eating or using non-diet approaches are only for certain people. Maybe it's just for people who are recovering from an eating disorder or people who are otherwise quote-unquote healthy. Maybe it's just for people who are thin. I hope you know that that is not the case. Health at every size approaches, non-diet approaches, intuitive eating, whatever words you want to describe this like rejecting diet culture thing that is honestly, it's exciting. It's gaining so much momentum. It's trendy. It's what everybody's talking about. But you may be wondering if you experience a health like diagnosis like diabetes, can you actually do that same kind of work? Can you reject diet culture? And for the whole month of May 2020, I have devoted the COVID-19 time stuck inside discussing just this. So if you're listening to this much later, I am very jealous of you being able to go wherever you want. But those of us who are listening in real time, you know, I've been really wanting to help people who are experiencing different kind of health comorbidities and people who may feel like they don't have access to health at every size or intuitive eating to know that, yes, this is for you too. And so this episode is the last in the one the um, episodes focusing on diabetes, and we get to hear from registered dietitian from the Pacific Northwest, Amy Severson. 
Amy and I discuss a letter from someone who has been dieting their whole life, but then as they were going through eating disorder recovery, felt really empowered by intuitive eating and non-diet work, but then they were diagnosed with diabetes and feels really stuck because it feels not as accessible as it was before. And there's lots of twists and turns that happens with the diabetes diagnosis. I know for many, many people, and I wonder if you can relate. So we're going to get to you this episode's letter and hear from Amy Severson after literally just 60 seconds getting a shout out to our sponsors. This episode of a Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace course. If you experience PCOS along with diabetes, I know that you've been told you have to diet in order to manage the condition, to promote health. Even if you have been trying to recover from an eating disorder, I know you've been told you have to do that as well. And that sucks. And not only does it like not work, diets don't work for most people. So why would they work for PCOS? But that can be really harmful for you and your recovery. Well, I want you to know that I have made a course just for you. All the tools, tips, and strategies that I use when I work with people with PCOS to move away from diets and promote health, I've put together in a course. It's one you can do on your own time, and it also includes monthly coaching. So check out all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter and hear from this episode's guest, Amy Severson. Dear food, we've had a really rocky relationship. I've avoided you like the plague since I was nine, and I only indulged when I felt faint, but ended up eating everything in the pantry. Then, after college, I was surprised to learn that you were not the problem. I'm sorry I ran away from you for so many years. I was slash am fat. And the world told me you were the problem. So things have been good lately, but now I have diabetes. Between the diabetes, PCOS, and being visibly fat, I feel overwhelmed. My previous eating disorder recovery work feels worthless. I don't know how to engage with you and not hate you like before. I want to continue healing us. How do I eat intuitively? beat fat positive, and manage my diabetes without succumbing to diet culture. Let's be friends again. Sincerely, scared and confused. Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. 
I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Ladder Writer. Thanks for your note. And I am so glad that you're in the process of rebuilding and rewriting your truth. And I hear your fear. I know it's so overwhelming to get a diagnosis like diabetes. I'm going to call someone who I think can help us just to give you some different options to move forward. Her name is Amy Severson from Washington State. And let's go ahead and give her a call. Hello. Hey, Amy, it's Julie Duffy Dillon. How are you? Hi, Julie. I'm great. How are you? I am so glad to finally be talking to you live. This is a wonderful opportunity. Selfishly, I'm excited to have a chance to chat with you. And I'm wondering if you had the opportunity to read the letter yet. I did read the letter. Awesome. Well, I chose you to answer this letter. I think you're going to have some insight. And when you were reading it, what was your general impression about what this person's experiencing? My first impression with this letter really is it see it feels so common. It feels so oh, just I, I feel like a lot of people will feel like they're very isolated and alone in this kind of experience, but I think that it's just so common and no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if you experience this with clients, but I have so many moments when I'm talking to someone and I'll be like, I just wish we didn't have HIPAA and you could be a fly on the wall and you could just observe or listen to what other people are describing because it's so, so similar to what you're describing. And of course, everybody has their own lived experiences that are unique and their own story, but like there's so many themes that people experience that are common and um and what's up with it how why are we all so isolated in that you know why why is that so isolating when we have this kind of commonality yeah i feel like people all of us you know anyone who's ever even touched diet culture which i think is everybody mm-hmm. uh, is just so ashamed of feeling that they failed at it, you know, like this is something we were supposed to be so good at, according to diet culture itself, that when we have these experiences and things are not what they're like 
prescribed to be within diet culture, we feel just like deep shame mm-hmm. that fit in the way we did. And because no one talks about it, we just like continue to feel like we are the only ones who are in this space when really it's everyone around us who's likely in that too. Yeah. And I can see how that isolation and shame and um, kind of the confusion contributes to the overwhelm that this person's experiencing and um, how that has roots in the diet culture, like blaming our blaming the people who have this faulty tool for it not working and feeling yucky about it, you know, like, oh yeah, that's your fault too, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So crappy. Well, so when you were reading through it, um, for this letter writer or anybody who can identify, which as we've already said, is going to be so many people will be able to identify with this experience. What would you recommend as some first steps forward? The first thing I really pulled me is just the way that this sentence was written, that, but now I have diabetes. I think the first thing to recognize is that diabetes isn't your fault. Um, it's really starting to move away from individual responsibility and blame for developing these medical conditions that we don't really have that much control over. And um, the connection that they have with, you know, diabetes has with PCOS and has with being fat and the stigma that comes with all those things as well. It's just moving away from that space of feeling like we failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like so many, Oh, there's been so many like, misturns in the way that science has led us to understand diabetes to make it into this like personal responsibility. What do you, I, and I have a feeling you and I agree on this, but like, what do you see as more of the foundation of like the cause of diabetes? Genetics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like always the first thing I'm like, it's still mostly genetics. Like that and that's so much of it um anything else that you would name as like causes of it um, genetics and pcos is a is a a Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure pcos is like it's such a common part of pcos like physiology to end up experiencing it too yeah Yeah. and the other big one that comes to my mind is socioeconomic status yeah those factors we don't we don't have any control over Mm -hmm. what um what are some socioeconomic status kind of what parts of that would you name that many people may may not like think about contributing to like their health outcomes everything from race um we we know from the from the data that certain certain races are more likely black and brown people are more likely to develop diabetes um we know that in certain areas of the country that have higher poverty rates, we're more likely to develop diabetes. Food deserts are more likely to develop diabetes. So access to food, um, income, where you live, you know, all these things are so your 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 um, experience with institutionalized racism and institutionalized fat phobia, you know, all these things that are just oppressive, oppressive systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the person saying, but now I have diabetes. So then they can't, they no longer have access to these anti-racist, anti-oppression kind of um, ideas or practices. I don't know how to name that. Like it just, it's, I, I so wish that wasn't there, you know? <laughs> and um, 
this, when you were talking about, you know, what I was reminded of is, of course, we're recording during COVID pandemic. And if there's someone listening who's like, that is in the way past, I want to be with you right now. Um, but, (laughs) But right now, you know, that's like our life. We're thinking about this COVID pandemic and who is more at risk. And I can remember, I wish I remember who, but I can remember listening to someone talk about who was at higher risk. And they said that, you know, if we talk about people of color and how they are more at risk for experiencing COVID, we have to, and we're naming things like diabetes or high blood pressure. We really need to name what is behind that, which is these, these, um, uh, socioeconomic kind of um, experiences that um, promote disease, you know, like how really that's what's behind it. Not um, again, this individual kind of experience like this letter writer is writing from, you know, so um, well, and as we're, um, I know I'm kind of thinking about some other questions I want to ask you, but before I move on, are there any other steps that you would recommend to this person? Definitely seeking someone who just knows haze and knows intuitive eating from a from a diabetes perspective because it's like that's a thing you can still do you don't have to to lose these deep core beliefs that hopefully you really internalize as deep core beliefs because i have um in in seeking care you know you don't have to put forward this diet culture mentality in order to be healthy in the condition with the conditions you have now and be your own definition of healthy yeah yeah like it's okay even if you're someone, which there are many people who listen to this, Amy, who are like so invested in weight inclusive care, um, they're radically like rejecting diets, and they've been doing that for years, and yet will f- will describe like shame of like sometimes still wanting to pursue weight loss or um, getting seduced by diets, and um, it's not like diet culture is gone, <laughs> you know, it's like still all around us all the time. And so if someone like this letter writer needs extra support, that's totally normal and to be expected. And there's definitely people, colleagues of ours and and people like you, Amy, who like help people in this space, like be able to get the support they need. Um, I think about when people, work with us, they maybe are working with us for an hour a week or however long off whatever frequency they are working with us. But then, you know, the other 23 hours of that day and six days of the week after that, like diet culture is like a hundred percent, like we're swimming in it, you know? So extra support is so important. And if someone has access to someone in person or virtually, that is, could be so incredible. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. So um, we have something on the show, Amy, called the Food Peace Syllabus. And if you're new to the Love Food Podcast, it is a collection of resources like books, blog posts, um, anything under the sun really that is an asset on your food peace journey. And if you would like the latest copy of it, you can go to juliedillonrd.com. And Amy, is there anything that you would like to add to it? Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to work with me, they I can, you know, I work virtually with a lot of folks. Um, I also have a lot of things in the works, which are really exciting. Um, a online course with Ashley Soroya for people who are really wanting to focus on social justice in their haze intuitive eating journey. And also, um, I have a book coming out with Sumner Brooks um, for raising kids with intuitive eating. And I think that's really relevant to 
the diabetes conversation and the PCOS conversation because those risks can start really young too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can raise our kids and our families to believe that it's not their fault. For sure. I cannot wait for this book. Um, when is it supposed to be coming out? Is that What's the projected date? Our anticipated publication is winter of 2022. So probably like January 2022. So. Oh, let's imagine ourselves then. You know, well, there'll be a vaccine, right? Or something. So we'll be able to move freely again, maybe. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful year. <laughs> oh, that will be awesome. Um, I cannot wait. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for you and Sumner. You know, Sumner Brooks is a dietitian that's also been on the podcast before. And I'm so glad that you two are writing that book. And um, so I will put those on the food piece syllabus. And if someone is wanting to learn more about you, maybe they want to work with you or just learn more about your work, where can they find you? My website is prospernutritionandwellness.com. Um, I, that's where you can um, reach out to me for care or to schedule an appointment or just ask questions. You can also find me on my Instagram, which is Amy underscore RD. Um, it's A-M-E-E underscore RD. Um, my family likes odd spelled names. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find me on Twitter at Amy Severson. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, your compassion, your expertise, and I cannot wait for your book to come out. So have a great rest of your day. You too. So there you have it. Letter writer, I hope that was helpful along your food peace journey. We are rooting for you and for everyone and anyone who experiences diabetes, prediabetes, or is really fearful of it. Please know that you also can move away from diets. You also can access intuitive eating. Getting support certainly will help you access it with more ease. And I also appreciate not everyone's going to have access to more support. So I hope you're able to connect with resources along your way because you with diabetes, you deserve to feel at home in your own skin too, just like everybody else. All right. Well, I see food has written back. And I just want to say I really have enjoyed having the month of May all be about diabetes. It was neat to have kind of a category and some structure. I'm not a very structured person. Um, So this was really fun. If you would appreciate having a month devoted to one specific either like topic or disease state, shoot me an email over at lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to know what you're wanting because this show is for you and I want to make it as useful as possible for you. And while you're at it, you could also write your own dear food letter for that disease state or just one in particular because I haven't gotten your letter yet. And you can send it over to the same email address, lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode of a Love Food Podcast, I would so appreciate it if you left a rating or review, shared an episode or subscribed. Doing any of those acts of kindness really, really helps the show grow. It also is helping me to find a literary agent as I am preparing to write a book. That's one thing that they have told me that they would really like to see before they sign me on is more podcast reviews. I actually have a goal of getting to a thousand. If you could help me, I would be forever grateful. This episode of the Love Food Podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace course. You can check out all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. All right, until next time, take care. Dear Scared and Confused, just when we finally were on easy terms, without as much pain, obsession, and drama, things changed 
We see you struggling again. We know you're afraid and overwhelmed. Please know you did not cause your diabetes. Nothing you ate or didn't eat caused the diabetes. The time not in the gym didn't cause it either. Genetics and social determinants of health, mighty oppressors, are behind it. Don't let them take any more. Rally, rest, and reconnect with support. Be patient and compassionate with what comes up, even if you thought you already worked through it. You deserve to continue to heal. Love food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.